So what's happening is when we're dating, we're seeing a, getting a glimpse of who we can be with this other person. But then we get married and we need to make it happen. This week, marriage expert and author, Channa Leventon calls in all the way from Israel to discuss her new book, That's Why I Married You, How to Dance with Personality Differences. It's a fun and interesting conversation. Stay tuned. We all live busy, busy lives, and finding time to reconnect can be a big pain which is why we created the Hitched Wine Club, the only wine club for couples. What does that mean? That means not only do you get amazing wine delivered to your door or office, but you also get exclusive date ideas within each shipment. There are no membership fees. We offer 100% guarantee on every bottle. We have free shipping on all of the wine club levels and we have different levels for different price points and we work with more than 300 different wine clubs so it's almost like you join 300 for the price of one and many of these wines you can't get anywhere else other than the winery or their exclusive wine club so go to hitchmag.com click the wine club link and see how we can give you back just a little small piece of time to reconnect and hopefully inspire you to do more again that's hitchmag.com click the wine club link on the homepage to learn more Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. We have a special guest on this week, Chana Leventon, uh, who is an educator, a speaker, a marriage therapist, and author with over 25 years of experience. Uh, Chana has written the best-selling book, I Only Want to Get Married Once, and she has a new book out called That's Why I Married You, and that is what we're going to discuss today. So I want to officially welcome Chana. Hi, Chana. Welcome to the uh, Hitch Podcast. Hey, Steve. Thank you. It's great to be here. Um, and so where are, you, where are you located now? I'm in Jerusalem, in Israel. Okay. So I don't think we've been talking for a couple minutes beforehand, um, but if there is any delay, I, I'm going to... I'm going to put it on the actual distance of this wire going across the ocean. So, <laughs> but it's been sounding pretty good. Okay. Um, um, okay. So let's talk about your book. Um, so you mentioned that you, or I mentioned that you have uh, 25 years of experience. Why did you want to write this book? Is it an issue that you see most frequently or you get questioned about a lot? Oh yeah. I I see this all the time. So many people say, my husband and I are so different. I, I, it's, it's crazy. Or my wife and I, there's no two people in the world as different as my wife and I. And, and people really get stuck on it and don't realize how common this is. So I said, you know, I just want to normalize this because we are attracted to someone who's different to us. And there's a reason for that. There's a lot of energy and chemistry there. If we know how to use it. So instead of just like wasting our time and, and spinning our wheels, complaining and looking at the negative side of the personality differences, I said, I want to empower couples 
to use their personality differences for the purpose that they're there for. There's a, there's a reason for them. Mm -hmm. So I actually interviewed couples all over the world, Steve, in like eight different countries, and I said, okay, I just want to find out how people in India, people in Australia, people in the States, in, in England, in South America, you know, how are people using these, these personality differences, people who are in good, healthy marriages, and that's what this book is. It's just, hey, this is the way it goes. It works, and these are the tools, and I'm really hoping to empower tons of marriages. And how many couples did you interview for the book? Well, I surveyed uh, 400 married people in the States, okay. 200 men and 200 women, and then I did 52 interviews uh, also in addition to that with um, men and women and uh, just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a deeply researched book. Uh, yeah. And and the book itself is promoted as a practical handbook for couples. Mm -hmm. um, yes. And one of the th one, I guess the big push about it is to uh, embrace and love the differences that you have with your spouse. What would you say would be the one thing that you hope most people who read this book walk away with? Like, what's the takeaway for them? Look, I think that the, at the very least, wow. Oh, we're normal. This is normal. This is great. So, so all of these things I thought were problems are not, and everyone else is working with this. Wow, it's it's. There's a way to use these personality differences for good. That's what I hope people come out with. Not only normalizing it, but getting to the next stage of these personality differences can actually make a marriage better. Mm. And, and was that the biggest thing that you found when you were interviewing couples was that they thought they were so unique in their differences, but really uh -huh. it was this repeated pattern of, mm -hmm. no, we all have these differences. Uh-huh, yeah. And, you know, we're not attracted to someone who's too similar. That's the truth. Mm. You know, and then when we're married, we like, why didn't I look for someone more similar? And there's a reason. There really is a reason. And again, because of that attraction, is that the attraction is, is connected to these differences. So when we see the greatness in those differences, the attraction also kicks back in, which is great. Mm -hmm. uh, well, you know, one of the, I mean, it, it, you're, on the book cover itself, it talks about how you, you're learning to dance with each other. And I immediately... Um, think about Dr. Sue Johnson constantly refers mm. to uh, mm. the interplay of a couple as, a, yeah. as an intricate dance. Um, yeah. Is that part of the inspiration and in, in the language you use in describing this stuff? Well, I'm actually an imago therapist, and I'm a big fan of Susan Johnson and her EFT uh, method, mm -hmm. but most of where I'm coming from is more of like an imago perspective and a family systems perspective. So, uh, but but it very much is in line with with Susan Johnson for sure. Yeah. yeah, and and you state that you that many have observed that what attracts us to our spouse also has the power to invigorate our relationships. Mm -hmm. um, how do you think that's being underutilized? Mm -hmm. I don't think people realize that. <laughs> it's, 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 it's such an important truth, and because people get stuck in 
seeing the negative aspects of the personality differences instead of remembering, number one, as a team, if you're going to start a business, you'd be smart to hire someone who could do things you can't, Mm -hmm. right? So that's part of the teamwork in the relationship. But besides that, there's something else that is underlying that, that connection, which is that we feel more complete with that person who balances this out. And I don't mean completion as oh, we can't stand on our own two feet and we need to, you know, depend on someone or lean on someone. That's not completion. Completion is we can stand on our own feet, but there are aspects of ourselves that we can only access in that deep relationship of marriage. So it's when, for example, there's a, there's a woman who spoke with me about her relationship and she said, you know, I'm so frustrated because so um, I'm a, a real introvert, and I want to stay home. I want to read my books, and my husband wants to go out all the time. What was I thinking? Mm-hmm. And this was her second marriage. So I said, "Well, your first husband was an was an introvert." She said, "No, he was also an extrovert." I said, hey, <laughs> what, "What was going on? Why'd you marry the same kind of guy twice?" And she says, "You know something? I think I'm not really attracted to the uh, <laughs> introvert." Mm-hmm. And she told me how when she's with someone with that extroverted energy, it brings her out of herself. It makes her feel you know, more in touch with that, that fun, you know, sort of flowing part of her personality. And, and it's a very wonderful experience. That's what's happening when we date someone who's different. They're bringing out all of these things that, that we want to feel, right? Her husband was feeling more grounded when he was with her dating. And then, again, they get married and he's feeling a bit you know, trapped, and she's feeling like, I want to, you know, I, I don't want to stay, you know, I don't want to go out. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, what, you, you talk about how completion is not dependency. Right. And, and you know, in the, situ- in the scenario you were just describing, uh, she was an introvert, uh, he wants to go out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there seems to be some complementary things to that, uh, mm-hmm. but there but there also needs to be some some balance to it as well I suppose mm-hmm. I, you know how you know what was your advice or what, what advice would you give somebody where they feel like uh, they're with the wrong person or they don't understand like why in the hell as an introvert why would I be with somebody mm-hmm. who wants to go out all the time but they also recognize that they're not really attracted to the person who wants to stay in mm-hmm. all the time like them <laughs> Uh, is it that they need to break out of their shell or get out of their comfort zone or to use some of the vernacular of the book to participate in the dance of the other person? Mm-hmm. Well, there, in all of us, Steve, all of us share a desire to grow and to develop into who we really can be. But we also don't enjoy the process of changing. It's hard. So what's happening is when we're dating, we're seeing, we're getting a glimpse of who we can be with this other person. And then we get married and we need to make it happen. So it's doing that work. If we're focused on and we realize the greatness of what this match is and what, what it can bring out in us, that's when we can take those steps to, to really stretch in the area that we want to stretch, that deep down inside we want to stretch. Mm-hmm. So again, on a day-to-day basis, like we all make New Year's resolutions, right? Yeah. And how many yeah. follow through, right? It's not because we don't want to. It's because it's difficult. So the greatness of marriage is 
that it really presents a constant opportunity for change, for real change, not just lip service, because our behavior is affecting another person, and their behavior is affecting us. So, you know, when I think of my own marriage, you know, my, my husband is really, really super grounded. I am a more of an extrovert, I'm a creative person, I'm a dreamer, and he has grounded me so much, and I have brought him out of himself so much in our 28 years of marriage. And at times, I can tell you it was really, really difficult. But, I, you know, I really kept my eye on the goal of, you know, hey, I know the kind of person I want to develop into, and I know I, why I was attracted to him. And then we were able to use our personality differences for our own personal growth and to help the other person to get to who they want to be. And as a team, for our kids, it's been great, you know, because, like, I'm the fun, you know, playful <laughs> The mom and he's like takes care of the business and and balances the budget which you know it's a good thing I don't have to do that because it'd be really bad if I did and um, you know we just we, he's organized and I'm not so organized but as a team it's great for the kids and my daughter you know my daughter my oldest daughter when she got married she says Ema she says mom you know I'm really glad that uh, you're disorganized and I was like. What? I thought she was kidding. And I said, she said, yeah, I'm really glad you're, you're disordered. I said, why? She said, because I'm really, you know, I'm, I have this uptight type of personality. And I think if I had an uptight mom, then everything was clean and in its place, I would be over the top OCD today. <laughs> and she says, you just, you chilled me out. So it's not just in the marriage that we balance each other out. It's also for our children and the next generation. Mm-hmm. And I guess one of the things that I'm wondering about this, and you can speak to this uh, as somebody who works with couples, how how much of this, how much of this issue about complimenting others, is like having self awareness, knowing what type of person you are, or knowing what type of person your spouse is. Because I'm guessing a lot of people that you speak with aren't really sure. Because maybe they haven't even thought about it. They just had this attraction. You know, people just kind of go through the motions in life in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, we don't really think about this usually. I mean, and people ask me when they're dating, do you think I should be looking for an opposite? I say, no. You're looking for certain similarities in values and also in, in character traits. But if you're too similar, you're not going to be attracted. So, again... People get married, they don't really realize what was underlying that attraction. They don't think about it. And what I do in, with my couples is to show them the power underlying their attraction and show them how to access that power, which is it's really invigorating. I was going to say, I think one of the beauties of marriage in general is that you get to go on these explorations. Mm-hmm. So at first you recognize this stuff and then you get to explore it. and. Exactly. One of the things I wanted to ask you about is you highlight uh, two types of completion. Uh, the first type is of personal balance, and the second is of teamwork and synergy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Can you just briefly give a, a description about th- what makes these two types different? Well, there's just a different focus. One is an internal focus. Like this this guy who I interviewed in India, you know, he's telling me about his... 
uh, the gal, you know, he married, who he ran after in college for two years, and she kept saying no, 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 when he finally got her, you know, he, mm-hmm. he, you know, she came around, and you know, you think he'd be the happiest guy in the world, but he was so frustrated because he said, I'm a very fast-paced person, and she's slow and steady, uh-huh. right? and drove him up the wall. Until he said, for years he was suffering with this, until he said, I started to see the strength in her slowness. I said, Mm. oh, what do you mean by that? He said, I am fast, but I'm impetuous, impulsive. I've gotten myself into so much trouble. She has saved me so many times. So the first part of this completion idea is how we balance each other out for our own personal growth. You know, it's, it's not just as a team that they have accomplished more because of the fast, slow thing, which is also valid and important. But on his on a personal level, she has slowed him down. She has taught him to be more patient. And he has added a lot of energy and, and, and direction into her life as well. So there's two pieces, Steve. There's the the personal growth piece, which is mm-hmm. amazing because we want to grow. Mm-hmm. And then also the team piece, which, uh, you know, as a team, you know, there's a, there's a great uh, African proverb, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Mm-hmm. Because of our different uh, abilities, we can do that much more. Yeah, and I think for most people, <laughs> in marriage, you want to go far. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we can, we can go so far in marriage. You know, Steve, what kills me today is that marriage has such a bad rap. People don't realize the, the incredible beauty of marriage and the the um, the potential for for growth, for happiness that marriage affords us. Yeah, and it's it's sad. It's it's just very sad. I think um, on this topic about marriage and the bad rap. I think a lot of it is just storyline narrative and not actually based in how regular people think about it. Um, <laughs> and I, because I, 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 I hope, if, if I hope you, you're right. <laughs> well, I, I say that through observation and talking to people and also looking at just general demographic statistics. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, we see people getting married later um, and we think that the storyline becomes people don't want to get married anymore. Mm -hmm. But when you look at all the demographics of everything that's happening, um, the life stages of young people have shifted across the board, which Mm -hmm. includes marriage. And we have kind of gobbled up this, again, this storyline of, well, young people don't want to get married. Well, no, that's not actually not true. They are getting married. It's just at a later time. It used to be 18 and then 20 and then 22, and now it's, you know, 27 and 29. Um, but people are also getting uh, more education. They're also starting jobs. They're also, you know, all these things that go along with it. Um, and when you compound that with the fact that divorce rates have actually been going down since the late 70s, I, I think this is just one of those things where there's a disconnect between what's actually happening and how a lot of people perceive it. And I suppose if you talk to a lot of people who have had failed marriages um, or are struggling in marriage, it might seem like it's a down thing. But I think in general, for most people, it's actually, you know, it, it's something that most people still desire. Uh, it just might not be on the time frame that's very traditional. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I, I, uh, I'll drink to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the last things I wanted to ask you about, is, and I love this point that you make, um, is that if we want to succeed in anything, we need to make the effort. Do mm-hmm. you think that is the greatest hurdle for most couples, is just putting in that effort? Today, yes, because, you know, if you look at advertisement, it's more and more about zero effort, zero effort, and we, we get this into our head, and look, you know, we, we enjoy relaxing, and we all look forward to vacations, and that's just part of human nature, that we like to take it easy, but we never feel good about ourselves when we're not pushing and growing in some area. And we also will never accomplish anything, not professionally and not personally, if we don't really make efforts. So this is for sure one of the, the difficulties in marriage. People think for some reason, I think maybe, maybe a lot of it has to do with Hollywood, that marriage is supposed to be easy, that love is supposed to just happen, it's supposed to just be, why do I need to make so much effort? And the truth is, again, that anything important in life involves effort. So. The more we understand that and we accept that and train ourselves that you know effort really is good, then it's a reframe. Then it's it's actually exciting. Mm-hmm. I, it I, is. I, I do too. And I mean, honestly, that is one of the, the big uh, reasons Hitched even exists is because I looked around and I saw that uh, there. It was like once you got married, you're supposed to go live happily ever after. But then nobody wanted to talk about what that involved. <laughs> <laughs> and after, uh, you know what, Steve? After a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After a lot of efforts, it is happily ever after. After a lot of efforts. You yes, know? and I and I always like to point out effort as opposed to work because nobody wants to work. Yeah. But I think mm-hmm. effort is a more positive connotation, and that's something mm-hmm. that people can get behind. And to your point, uh, mm-hmm. people. People feel good about putting effort into things and improving mm-hmm. things that they put oh, effort yeah. into. Yeah, um, you know, you go to the gym if you don't make some efforts. <laughs> you yeah. Just wasted your time. Yeah, nobody got in shape without effort, right? And yeah. so, how can you get your marriage into shape without putting in the effort? Yeah. That's right. That's so worth it. Yeah, and so I would say that if you want to put in a little extra effort to check out your book, that's why <laughs> I married you. Um, so, yeah. where. Uh, where can people find your book? I know it's online. Yes, it's online, and it's in it's in many bookstores. You know, whatever bookstores are left these days. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> and it's also available on Kindle. And uh, I, I I'm just very excited about this book. I'm getting so much great feedback that it's it's just it's very easy to read and easy to use and utilize. And that's that was my goal. Yeah, because outside of effort, so you can put in effort, but I think one of the things that you provide, and specifically with through your book, is you provide the skills that can make the effort more effective. Right. Well, you know, we don't want to spin our wheels and just make ridiculous efforts or, or wasted efforts. We want them to be the right efforts. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what my book is. It's a very clear guide, specifically exercises, and and reframing to help people make that shift in their marriage mm-hmm. and it works yeah 
And uh, for those listening, uh, we actually have an excerpt of the book, That's Why I Married You. Uh, So you can search that and find it there. Uh, We also have a link to the bookstore where you can purchase uh, Chana's book there. Um, And then do you have a website or places that people can follow you online, Chana? Sure. sure. So C-H-A-N-A. I'm on Facebook, I have a YouTube channel. I'd love to hear from your listeners. Okay. And and uh, you, you mentioned the YouTube channel. Do you put out regular videos, or is this when you have something, you throw it up there? Uh, I, I Not regular, like every month, but um, you know, I have quite a few up there, and I'm always working on new stuff. Okay, excellent. And so uh, check out the website. Go buy the book. You will have uh, a new set of skills that you can enhance your marriage, and we all want to go long. So uh, thank you so much for your time, Chana. It was a great Thanks. pleasure, and thank you for sharing the book with us, and uh, hope to speak to you again soon in the future. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity, and keep doing your amazing work. My pleasure. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.